Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening. Welcome to another live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Tim and I would like to thank you for tuning in another Tuesday with us. We appreciate your support. Tammy will be on with us uh, momentarily. Uh, But in the meantime, uh, I don't think we can stress enough how much uh, we appreciate you guys supporting the show, whether you are a live listener online or over the phone, or if you um, don't get a chance to listen to us live and you come back and listen to us at, at a different time, we really do appreciate you guys. Uh, we we do not take that lightly. Um, and every now and then when I, when I go to put in a show, I always um, look and see who goes back and uh, we can't see the people's names or anything like that, but we can see how many um, listens we get on uh, different days uh, for, for each show. So thank you guys. We know that you're out there listening. Um, feel free to send us uh, feedback, uh, whether it be questions, comments, suggestions, um, just a thank you or um, anything that you guys want to send. Um you can reach us on uh fair uh you can reach us on uh I was about to say Fairfax. <laughs> That's where we live. Uh but you can reach us uh via Facebook. You can also reach us through uh blog talk. <clears throat> um you can email me at jordanliterature at gmail dot com. That's J O R D A N. L I T E R A T U R E at gmail dot com. Uh, we will definitely um, take all uh, feedback. Um, if you are listening online and you would like to call into the show, the number is five six three nine 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 three five four two. Again, that is five six three. Nine 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 three five four two. It is different uh, from the number that we used to use, uh, but you're more than welcome to uh, listen online or listen by phone. If you're in the chat room, um, you do have to be a registered follower in order to leave comments or ask questions in the chat room. Um, and as soon as we get that set up, we'll definitely uh, pull you in um, or just read your uh, questions or comments. We try to keep everybody anonymous, um, so if you don't want to reveal your identity, that is totally fine. We understand that, um, you know, people have jobs and um, not everybody, you know, can have the freedom to uh, to speak the way that they want to, um, but that is the only reason why we keep people anonymous. Um also, just because we've had this issue recently, um, if you tune in to the show, uh, please be respectful and please be mindful of uh, other people. Uh, we are a very uh, spoken show. We're a very free and flexible show. However, we do um, try to exercise respect um, and keep our fellow men and women in mind. Uh, We want to talk about our trash can uh, concept, which I will use that to lead into uh, tonight's show. Um, 
we talk about moving your trash can on a on a regular basis and your trash can you can think of it in a literal sense or um and or a figurative uh sense uh but basically we want you to take a trash can that you use um on i would say uh most of the time one that you use on a regular basis could be every day could be every time you're at home could be every time you're at work uh, but move that trash can to a different location and then see how many times you go back to its old location. Um, we talk about being in routines on this show. We talk about getting used to, we talk about getting used to, um, I don't know, what'd you say to Mary? Sorry, you guys, to Mary was talking to me. Oh, Tammy? Uh, yep. Uh, sorry, you guys. We're having, uh, nobody's online except me. Uh, sorry, you guys. Sound like we're having technical difficulties. Uh, let's see here. Uh, she called the 563 number. Uh, hold on. Uh, this, it did this to me before. Uh, I'm going to try. Ask Tammy, is it calling her right now? Hey, Tammy, can you hear me? Hey, yeah, I can hear you. Cool, so you just used the call in number. Do you think I should... Do you think I should try to log out and come back in? Because I don't know if other people have tried to call in and it just didn't work. We can try it, but what I think is going to happen, I think it's going to disconnect like we are ending the show. It might, but try and I'll stay on while you do that. But I don't know if it will disconnect me because you called me. Okay, I don't know. Try that. that and see what happens. Okay. Okay. Yeah, now what I'm going to try to do is call in. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I'm going to try to call in from my other phone. Okay, I'm going to try to call in to see if I can get through now from my other phone. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure what happened. So let me try. Sorry, if you guys are if you guys are able to hear us, we do apologize. Okay, so it let me in on this number. Okay, so we'll see. Okay, now that that works. So we're that that let me in on my other number. So we can go for it. Okay, I was uh I think I was on the trash can. <laughs> okay, okay. 
And I imagine people yeah, probably not... have called in and probably figured something's going on because, like I said, I tried probably six, seven with with the two times since I've had Samaria on the phone. So, and it just kept saying, "Also, oh, it's a busy now. Please try your call again later." So, yeah, I'm not sure because uh, I know it's done that to me before. Wow. I'm not sure why. I think it's just Bar Talk Radio. I just think I'm trying so hard not to. But I don't know. I just think it's just, I think maybe they have more than they can handle sometimes. Mm-hmm. And maybe it does that. And, and I tried getting in touch with someone, and I, of course, could not reach anybody. So that doesn't make sense to me either because if you're going to have people on the air all times of night, then you should have somebody available. For them. I don't know what we'll do with them, right? <laughs> no worries, no worries. Probably... Okay, somebody was able to call in now. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So we might be they're going to hear all of that. That's live. I guess that's the trip. This just happens. Life happens. So, um, we'll go forward. I'm here. Can you hear me okay, right? The, um, yeah, I okay. can hear you. Okay. The, the, the key is uh, getting the show up and running. Yeah. That that was the yeah. key. Um, <clears throat> I was I, I was thinking um, earlier, um, and I don't know if you heard me say this, Tammy, but. You know the the trash can concept kind of leads into uh, tonight's show a little bit because if we haven't moved our trash cans yet, or if people haven't moved their trash cans, it kind of you know reminds me of life and how we're so like resistant to change. Um, you know, we we are so used to our trash can, literally or figuratively, figuratively being in the same spot, that even if it's in a bad spot, um, we don't want to move it because we're so used to it being where it is that you know now it's you know we've gotten comfortable with it there, and it takes us a while to move these trash cans. And so, um, you know, when I, when I texted you yesterday and I, and, um, you know, even though the, 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 the meme was about, you know, you know, all these viruses over the years, the word fear just kind of stood out to me. And I think, you know, one of the biggest, areas where where we see fear is when it comes to change and I think you know it keeps us from accomplishing the things that that we want to because we're afraid to take the next step or we're afraid to move out so that's just kind of been on my mind yesterday and today how are you doing today I'm good today's been one of those days like you just I, this has just been one of those days, and then so this this didn't help, you know, the, the radio issue. But it's just been one of those days, <laughs> or one thing after another. And uh, I mean, so I've been going since 
for this morning and just uh, I've had a great day. I, I won't won't knock that away, but it has just been one of those days where it has been nonstop and um, and just one thing to take care of after another. But they mm-hmm. are getting done and moving forward. Um, so overall, it has been a good day, and those days happen and they come. And I'm learning to just shake them off even the more. So it's been been a good good day. Okay. Well, we know that that does happen. Uh, It's been good. It's been good. Uh, No complaints here. Um, We just found out today that the kids are going to be out of school on Monday um, Mm -hmm. because we're supposed to learn how to um, teach kids remotely. Um, I I'm interested to see how this uh, how this all works out, but uh, nevertheless, the kids are going to be out of school Monday while we try to figure out this remote learning thing. And um, as far as we know, it's only going to be Monday, uh, so we'll see if they come back Tuesday or if, you know if it's extended or if it's an extended period of time when the kids are out of school. You know, um, I. I, I... I don't know. Um, you guys know I'm, well, Rodney, you probably know, but um, y'all know I question it. I'm, I'm to the point where I question almost everything that comes from, well, I won't say comes from, I just question a lot of things that I see politically, um, socially, like there's such doubt in my mind and such lack of trust for, and the leaders as such, and I feel that we are so distracted until we don't see. Like, I just don't see what's happening around us. Um, and I want to share something as we, as we discuss here. I want to share something that, Rodney, I don't know if I sent this to you. If I didn't, I meant to, but I got a message from a friend of mine that's in Germany. And I'm going to share it with you guys. So she sent me this cover of a book. And the book is titled Dean Kuntz, K-O-O-N-T-Z, The Eyes of Darkness is the name of the book. Okay? So the book was published May 10th, 1981. In the book, there is, um, it says, they call, okay, I want to read the first page, just like I'm going too far, I'm jumping the gun here. It says, in around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatment, almost more Baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrives. Attack again 10 years later and then disappear completely. Okay, remind you, be reminded that I said the book was published May 10, 1981. It says, um, they will call, and I'm reading the print, it's really little, so they will call the stuff, uh, I think it's, I can make it larger. 
Wuhan 400 because it was developed in their RDNA lab outside of the city of Wuhan, which is where it came from, from my understanding. And it was the and it was the 400th vital strain of man-made microorganisms created at that something center. And it goes on a little bit more, but you guys, again, this is from the Eyes of Darkness, and it was written in, well, published May 10th, 1981. Wow. Tim, 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 um, as you were reading that, I was, uh, I was thinking, um, about what you said before you started reading that, and it, it is it is very hard to trust what you see and what you hear, and I've kind of gotten to the point where I believe that there's a story behind the story, and not just with okay. this, but you know, usually the things that we see, it, it it's almost like um, what we see is the surface or above the surface. But if we want to know everything else, we have to go beneath the surface. We got to go as far as we can in order to get to the bottom. And I was saying to, I don't know if it was Tamaria or if I was saying it at work, but I was saying to some people, they're going to have to start giving me some names. Because as far as uh, as far as I know, they just you know making up stories about you know this person and that person and this many people are dying from the coronavirus. When so far I can't prove or validate that anyone has. And then yesterday they came out and talked about how Ted Cruz and some other other senators. But I think one of the things that is failing us. Um, as a society, is our inability to um, discern and to see beyond the the picture. Like, you know, a lot of times, like, even if you're looking at paintings, it's easy to miss, you know, what might be in the background or it might be easy to miss some shadows or you know, some minute details, maybe even in a flower or, or a building, if you're looking at a painting, because there's there's a part of the image that just, you know, cap, captivates you. However, there might be some smaller details or minor details that are even more important than the picture itself or what you notice in itself. I mean, if you think about it, even when we look at movies, Right, if you look at a movie more than one time, and I can't say this for everybody, but I, I know for me, every time I look at a movie, I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't know that that happened, because you're guaranteed most of the time to miss something, and I think you know we have to take that approach um, with life in that you know, understand that there's a chance that you might miss something. And so don't be so 
quick to, to rush through things or to go through things, try to see everything that you can, try to hear everything that you can so that you can learn everything that you can. I agree. Rodney, I'm I'm actually on a different number. I got your message that I sounded a little muffled. So I actually called oh, back it in. Oh, sounds really me? clear now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it sounds really yeah, clear I'm now. I'm on my other phone. Yeah, I think because I had the little thing hooked up to my to my um, earpiece or whatever, earphones or whatever they are. Oh, okay. So Mary said that she can hear you clear now, too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tammy, what do you think, um, how do you think fear is holding us back today? Oh, wow. That's a good question. I, I believe that it differs according to the person, um, to each person, I guess I would say, and what mm-hmm. has caused them, I guess, to have that fear. Um hmm I also think, though, that it, it's, it's, it's necessary for somebody, because I think fear is really um, more about, of course it is, but I don't know if people really think about it this way. It's, it's really about yourself. It's about us, our own image, mm-hmm. fear um, of how, how we're going to look, not look, um, of not know, not knowing, and if we really sit down and think about that, we really don't know anyway. We don't really know if what we know is true or what we know to think is true. And so mm-hmm. I don't. I think fear again is it's really it really depends on the person how they, they how their thought process works because. I, there's some there's some things I still find myself. I don't think it's something that you can avoid. I think the important part is understanding that you don't have to live with it. You don't have to be accepting of your fear, fearful thoughts because I think fear fear mm. is a natural, um, just a natural feeling in some things. Like we have you have to have it. And of course, we are we are going to. There are times we're going to be really fearful of some things. But what keeps us? I think a, a better question may be: Why do some of us allow the fear fear to control them when when most times it's about not being controlled? Because mm. even in the fearful moments, we still don't have control. Because if we did, then I hope, hopefully, we would choose not to be fearful, and allow it to, not to be fearful and and have it be our uh, foundation for living. Because like you, I, I know some people that no matter what, you can just say that you're going. Um, <laughs> my mama's gonna kill me, especially if she's listening. I'll take my mama for example. <laughs> we can say. You can say you're going to the corner store. Her mind mm. automatically goes to, and it could be 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 
and she, she it could be twelve o'clock a.m. and I and granted I used to be that 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 person I'm, I'm no longer that person right now I try not to be and I won't say I won't ever but I used to get up and if I wanted something to eat at twelve o'clock I get up and go <laughs> like whatever <laughs> I'll get up and go um, and I'm I wasn't fearful of staying by myself of whatever so. But my mom, she would be like, if you if you could be going to the store at 3 o'clock p.m., and like I said, the store could be right down the corner. And she's automatically going to think, well, why do you have to go? Can't you get something else? You don't need to be out. Something's going to happen, might happen. And mm. I feel like she just lives lives from a fearful state, a mindset of fear mm. that something's going to happen where um, – some people may not. Like on the flip side of that, you know, I'm like, okay, something can happen here. Something can happen right here, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> so I think it just it, it takes a one really looking at their lives and and not trying to avoid fear, but more so recognize that this is fear. This is just a fearful thought, and. A guy told me, and I'll turn it back over to you. I remember a guy telling me, if you basically like worry, if you worry about something and it happens, you've worried for nothing. If you worry about something and it doesn't happen, you've worried for nothing. And that is powerful. Uh, I'm going to turn it back over to you real this time, but a lady told me just today, she said, write it on the chalkboard. Erase it, and it's gone. And she was telling me basically to let let it go. And I was like, "What did you just say?" And she said, "Write it on the chalkboard, then erase it, and it's gone." And I imagined writing it on the chalkboard, erasing it, and also allowing that erase to erase it out of my mind. And I told her, I said, I'm going to buy me a chalkboard. When something bothers me and that I want to let it go, I'm going to write it on the chalkboard, and I'm going to erase it, and it's going to be gone. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we just have to find simple things to get us through the natural things of life and not let them, rather than allowing them to control our lives, because we make the choice to allow it to control our lives, so we can also make a choice to not let it control our lives. I think it's I think because it is so common, um, I think it gives us an easy way out. And it it gives us a it, it gives us an excuse. Because I think people are more likely to sympathize with you um if you don't do something out of fear. Um, because it's something that you know, it's so easy and it's something that is so common and something that people, uh, it, it's something that people um, that that we, I guess, gravitate towards easily. And so, you know, we we can, if, if, if you don't want to do something because you're afraid, then there's a certain level of sympathy that comes along with it. For an example, for, for example, um, 
let's say we're at an amusement park and you don't want to get on a ride because um, because of the drops or because it goes upside down, you know, while people may, you know, oh, come on, it ain't that bad, or come on, it's okay, you know, they'll at least um, sympathize with the fact that, okay, like, you know, yeah, this is a scary ride, or, um, you know, when it comes to, like, let's say, uh, you know, it could be, you know, moving away, you know, or uh, taking a job or, or, you know, or something like that. You know, if you don't do it, you know, for, for fear of whatever the case may be, I think, you know, there's a, even though people may joke around, you know, I think there's a, a level of, you know, compassion that, that comes, that, that comes along with it. And so, Rather than, you know, and and, and also it, it it's a it's a comfortable area. Rather than stepping out and it not working, or stepping out and being embarrassed, you know, stepping out and you know falling on my face, I can just say no. I'm just going to stay over here, or I'm going to stay in this spot, and you know, and and. and and be okay. And then what we have a tendency to do is if going back to what you said about worrying for nothing, if we are able to look back and say, man, like I should have, you know, um, approached that man or woman, or I should have taken that job or I should have picked up the phone or, you know, I should have bought that car or, um, you know, whatever the case is, then, you know, it's like, well, you worry for nothing because it worked out well anyway. Or if you don't take that step and say, and then you're able to look back and say, man, I'm glad I did take that job or somebody calls you and say, be glad you didn't, you know, uh, move forward. You know, it gives us this this sense of, of, of comfort and we feel Okay, especially if, you know, we're able to uh, see whatever, you know, the situation is come to pass, and it turns out that we were right about not making the decision. It's like, see, you know, that was why I didn't want to do it in the first place. But I think, you know, we have to also remember that with um, your with with greater rewards come great risk. You know, you 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 can't expect to um, move one step and and expect to be given a football field back. You know, if you want the greater things in life, if you want, you know, if you want the football field, you got to be willing to go a hundred yards if you want the football field. If you're not willing to go 100 yards, you cannot you cannot expect a football field in return. If you're not if you're not willing to lay the foundation, you cannot expect a house in return. And I think that you know we get so caught up in what things used to be, or what we want things to be, or what we think they should be. 
to where we we are afraid to move into the next phase of our life or our existence and see what is there. And if it does not work out, be okay with it rather than it not working out and say, see, this is why I didn't want to do it in the first place. You know, we, we have to, in order to to see changes in our physical life, there has to be a mental and a spiritual shift. Otherwise, things are going to stay exactly the same, if not get worse. Sammy? Um, I want to read this really quick, um, and this is mainly about the fear of change, which I think has a lot to do with fear um, as well. And it says, fear of failure. One of the most common reasons for fear of change is a poor past experience that the person has been through. If a person suffered from certain trauma at any stage of his life, then he might develop fear of change in order to help himself feel safe. And this made me think about, I was listening to Impact Theory. I've been listening to that show for quite a while now. We kind of just switch back and forth um, as it relates to what I listened to. And he was interviewing this guy, um, I think David, I, I can find his name for you guys, but he said that in first grade, and this is a guy who kind of, his just life kind of just spiraled out of control, was on drugs at an early age and was just hitting rock bottom. I had to go through AA and so forth. And some things happened that really made him look at his life and change. But he he went back to first grade when he had a project to do. And he was in the garage basement or something he said working on it and his dad came in and said um let me show you how to how to do that better in a better way let me let me show you how to do that something and he took it as and now this man is grown like been through his stuff he took it as he wasn't good enough or didn't know how to do it so he took it as a direct hit Towards himself, mm. towards, towards, and he carried this on for years in other areas. And I don't, I don't think that we look at look at this enough. Meaning, how a child, the first years of a child's life, because you think about it, they go from from nine months protected, you know no involvement with this outside world um, at all safe mm-hmm. they come here and they they start they they get all they know from us from this world and how we do it and and to imagine I just don't think we put enough into our young people's lives and it doesn't mean like overcompensating just the simple things in life I remember taking the we're going to the class, the uh, foundations, it was about poverty. And it spoke about the, the black race in particular um, or, or a race that is kind of considered poverty. So let's just not keep making it about race, although they did here. Um, the average kid that comes from what the world sees as poverty hears about 900 words before kindergarten. 
whereas a child from the suburbs or a different neighborhood hears 12,000 plus words before kindergarten. So they hear the experience. Then on top of that, it went further saying of the 900, and I may be giving it more than it, it really is, but of the not, but just think about the, the, the just the, the example of it, of those 900 words uh, that a child hears who is considered in poverty area, 50% of those words are negative. Then count into that the experience of living in so-called poverty. If you're being raised by someone who considers themselves or has have a poverty mindset, then their thoughts, their their experiences are going to be poverty experiences which is going to play on that child. So what caught me in this was in order to keep himself safe. And I think you mentioned that Rodney, so it becomes a matter of survival like this is what makes me feel safe, makes me feel safe, doesn't mean that I am safe. And I think if we can look at it that way, because the same guy that I was listening to, he said, I had to go back and start rethinking my thoughts and say, I feel this way, I think this way, but it's not true. And he went back and said, my dad did not mean it the way that I took it. My dad was trying to just help me do it a better way. So could his dad have asked, and dad certainly, I'm sure, didn't mean any harm, but could could he have said, would you like for me to show you another way to do it? Or there's another way to do it, would you like for me to show you? I don't think we think about the things that we say and how we say them, when we say them, especially when the child is young, because they are they are forming their, their um those experiences are shaping who they think they are. And we're already at a point where we try to make kids, I think I'll say this, that we try to make kids who we wish we would have been or were, and and that kind of takes even more away from them. And so um, rather than just seeing their little gifts, because I think they show them to us early on, I think they show us what they like, what you know, all of that. And so I think we grow up fearful, a lot of us, because we've been forced to to try to be able to find a safe place. And especially if you're young and you have to find that place as a young child, and imagine growing from that, that, that like that being your foundation. And then something else happens, and then something else happens, and something else happens, and it doesn't mean that things don't happen. But I don't think I don't think we're preparing people to be emotionally healthy enough to deal with the things that happen. And so we find that safe place in being fearful and not wanting change. So. We had um so last was it last week or the week before uh, we were talked at we were at school and, and one of the things that came up um, during this cultural proficiency workshop we talked about um, the lack of um, females in uh, Science and math, science and you know engineering fields, 
And one of the things that um, that came up was how, um, you know, maybe girls don't see themselves as engineers or scientists because, you know, most of the people in education um, are women, um, especially at the at the elementary level. Most of the uh, of the teachers are women. Most of the people in the building are women, and these girls are constantly hearing um, these women talk about how they're not good in math or they're not good in science or um, you know they they don't have um, they don't have people who feel good good about themselves. They're not surrounded by these people or not being taught by people who feel good about their abilities in math and science and, you know, things along those fields. So why would these girls growing up now take any interest into it? And this lady was talking about um, role models and how, you know, she is, you know, somebody who loves science, but she also had a dad who was into science and they, you know, outside of school, you know, they would do experiments together. They would go to museums together. And so it built her capacity to the point where, you know, she grew up loving science and believing, you know, that she could be good. Um, she could be good in science. And I think, uh, you know, going back to what you were saying, Tim, I think, you know, we 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 have more power than we realize and we can convince people or we we can empower people um to believe anything that we want them to believe, especially when they are um young or easily influenced or hang on to our every word. We 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 can we can we we can really influence, and so it's something that we have to take seriously. Like if you you can teach your children to be fearful, or you can teach them to be leaders. You can teach them to be powerful. You can teach them, you know, not to accept things the same way you teach them right and wrong. You know, you can you you can teach them that they are strong human beings, you can teach them that, you know, they can be confident when it comes to finances or, you know, they can be confident in knowing that when they step out into the real world or when they step out of your house that they are capable of accomplishing anything. I look at Nadia a lot of times and Nadia is a fearless individual. Nadia will take anything and I mean anything and attempt to stand on it to get to something else. Right? Because that's what kids her age do. And we have to be careful not to take that away from her, but help her to gain some wisdom throughout her childhood and throughout her life. Like, here's why you can't stand on everything. Not everything 
is sturdy and stable, but also not making her afraid to take another step or to or to utilize her resources. There's so many things that, you know, come with being a parent, being a role model. We have more so a responsibility to make sure that confidence outweighs the fear. Or when they have a choice, how they're going to enter a room that they choose the confidence or the faith instead of the fear. So I think, you know, before we do, before we are able to, um, before we're able to do that, though, we have to first search ourselves and we have to first, going back to, you know, the very beginning, Tammy, we have to say to ourselves we're not going to allow fear to take over or the fear to control us because it's going to come at some point. But what are you going to do when it does, and how are you going to combat the fear? And if we think about every aspect of our lives, there's something that keeps us afraid or there's something that keeps us from making moves that we can make. We are in control more than we want to acknowledge. There are even scriptures about what you should pray for because if God takes care of, you know, the birds, why wouldn't he take care of you? I, 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 I said to one of Tamaria's friends a few months ago, the reason why we are always defeated or we we have this defeated mindset or it's able uh, or it's easy for people to um to persuade us or to get over on us is because we walk around like we've already lost the battle. It's easy for your boss or other people to manipulate you at work when you walk in as if you've already, you've already been defeated. You have to walk in as if you own the joint, as I said to them. Why are you walking around or walking in with your head down? I've been looking at... Uh, following college basketball more this season than I have in, in recent years. And every week since the season started, all I hear, upset, upset, upset. This team beat this team. This team was not supposed to beat this team. This team was a 20-point underdog, and they beat the number one team. But they are not beating these teams because they went in thinking that, oh, well, you know, we playing against Duke or Kentucky. We're going to lose. No, they go in like, you know what, this is a basketball game. We've been practicing like they have. We have a game plan. Let's go in and execute it. And that's how we have to approach life. The, the, the chips may be stacked against me. However, 
I still can win. We have to have that mindset. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to move forward. Tammy? I agree. I agree, Rodney. Um, I just, uh, even if, I think at some point people may think that it's too late to change. Um, And I agree. And I've been one that you've heard me say, like, we have no control. And some things we we don't have, like, and when I say that, things are going to happen. Like, things are going to happen. So um, we have no control of things happening. But we do, and and even in, in some sense, I'd like to go back on that because you can think, I think our thoughts are so much more powerful. Let me take think out. Our thoughts are so much more powerful than we believe them to be. Because if we really sit down and if you just say, what have I thought about today? And think about how we will think of a person or think of something and it happens. They call us. There's a level of energy within us that people don't want to talk about. Even just think about you've gotten texts from people and you could tell how they're feeling by way of a text. That energy flows through it. And so when we decide to change the way we perceive the things that we think and not give them that energy, I've had to, even even with today, just shake some things off. I'm not going to get caught up in this thought. I'm not going to get caught up in this feeling because it's just that. The young guy who mm. talked talk about his dad saying what, you know, that let me show you how to, you know, let me show you how to do it or however. Just because he took it that way, it does not make it true. His perception of it did not validate feelings that he got from it. And he's in first grade. But as an adult, it is our responsibility to choose our words wisely and think about those words, although dad didn't mean anything by it the energy and the thought process it put in a first grade's mind. And so really we're dealing with grown people who who were in the first grade or second grade or kindergarten and something has been said, something has been done, something something else has been said and something else has been done. So we're dealing with grown people who are still stuck emotionally in the feeling of what someone said, done at a very early age, and that it kept happening. It kept happening over and over and over again. And so we have to change if we want our people behind us to change. And in some sense, uh, the younger generation, like they, we may think that they're not fearful, but I think they are more fearful than they let on because they don't want to tell us. They don't want to say, I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of that, which is why I think we have higher teenage teenage suicide, teenage drug abuse. That's their way of coping with it by not coping with it. Why? Because that's what they see us doing. Mm. And so I think we got to just revisit fear. Um, First, by saying it's a natural feeling, instinct, 
but you got to find the cause of it and why it's leading your life. And right now, I'll end with this because I'm, I'm, I just, I can't stay on two hours tonight, even even an hour and a half. It's got so much more to do, and, and you've got to start all over again tomorrow. We've read this a, a many times: the reality of fear. And it says, you're not scared of the dark. You're scared of what's in it. You're not afraid of heights. You're afraid of falling. You're not afraid of people around you. You're just afraid of rejection. You're not afraid of love. You're just afraid of not being loved back. And there's another one that says, you're not afraid of love. You're afraid of being hurt. There's another one that uses that word. You're not afraid to let go. You're just afraid to accept the reality that she or he is gone. Now, I would like to add that, or it's already gone. It doesn't have to be about a male or a female. There's things that we hold on to that's just that's just gone. It could be something someone said to us. That person's gone on. So why are we holding on to it? And if you're not afraid to try again, you're just afraid of getting hurt for the same reason. So... Or even trying again or failing, you know. But there is, there is, mm-hmm. there's certainly no success when you don't try. There's no success in not trying. But there's certainly failure when you don't try. And failure to me is is just a sense. It's it's, it's another way of looking at staying the staying the same. We should always be growing. In some way, shape, form, or fashion, or what we do should always be growing, or or be a foundation for people to grow, or think to know more, to be better, and all of that. So, if you're living your life in from a, from a from being controlled by your fear, that's when you must stop, think, and and ask yourself, okay, if I'm afraid of the dark, for me, I used to be afraid of flying. So I said, but you know what I was more afraid of? Dying. It wasn't afraid of flying. It's what I think might happen when I get up there. Well, I'm no longer fearful of dying. Why would I be when I know that is the one thing that I will have to do? So why why should I be afraid? And now I I, I don't mind flying. I, I hate the weight. I look at it as if by the time I get there two hours early and wait, and then you might cancel the flight, I could be four hours into driving. But it's no longer fear of dying. But I was using flying. But that wasn't the real cause. So why, for an example, ladies, why are we, why would we prefer to say, I don't need a man? It's not that you don't need a man. You're afraid of being a, being hurt again by a man. That's what it is. And that all goes back to self. And you can't live in this life and not be hurt. There's no guarantee that the man you fall in love with or the woman you fall in love with, and even perhaps marry, there's no guarantee that they will not hurt you. As a matter of fact, the, the closer you get, the more you're hurt. But that doesn't mean you have to be fearful. Because it could be something minor that you're going to always, something's going to always have the possibility of offending you. You have to grow up and grow beyond your emotions and your feelings and your past. 
and your misinterpretations. Um, like you just you just may be in your in your feelings and you perceive something in a way that it should not have been. And even if the person meant it like like you took it, what the hell? So what? They are not you. <laughs> that would be be my end for the night, right? Any announcements, uh, Tammy? Um, I am under the understanding that our first show, um, and I believe I'm on this one as a guest. I've not been as as uh, involved with trying to find out what date the show airs as I should be. Just 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 because I haven't. There's been so much going on. But I did see something today where one of the other hosts posted that the show is one of of our first shows is going to be Monday at 1230 Central, 130 Eastern. But the good thing is there is also, and and I'll send this out for those who are listening and want me to send it to them directly, please text me and I'll get it to you. But you can watch it on Comcast, DirecTV, all the uh, many more, but also there's an app you can download and watch it anytime. For those of you who are soft, mm. you know, have the app world, and I will get that. I will post it on my on my page as well. I I guess I'll do that. Um, I haven't been just really, really. Sh- led to share it on my Facebook page for some reason to that extent. I don't know why. It's probably just me. Um, but, I, <laughs> but I'm going to do it just because I, I need to. And I, I think, Rodney, I'm, I'm being a little bit selfish in that sense because I've told the people that have supported us on this show, if that makes sense. And and then yep. that, that, that I know, right, and that I know could have supported. And that doesn't mean someone had to listen every every Monday or Tuesday night, but there are people that I know, that I know, Rodney, if, if, if you and I got a gig on, on, on that, they would, they would be, they would be looking if nothing else. I don't, I don't know. So I have this, I have a, and I have to deal with this and I'll eventually get there. Um, Even with the people that I, um, because they allow us, you know, we're co-producers, so we produce our own shows if, if you so want to be, and, 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 and I do. So the people that I have picked to be on, they are people that have supported, supported Butterfly Evolution. Like Corey. Mm. Corey's going to be on. Rodney, you're going to be. They, Miss Earlene is going to be on with her husband. They are people that have supported us in this long, drawn-out journey. And um, I just, I'm sorry, I just have, if they find out, they find out. I just have no desire to tell people who, and these are people who, who you know, friends and da-da-da-da-da, who could listen, even if, if they just went back and listened to the after show. These are people that mm-hmm. look at power every week and would talk about it. These are people who... <laughs> I mean, so I have no desire for people's interest now. I don't. I really don't. And so, and that may be a little bit selfish of me. Um, 
I don't know, but <laughs> if it is, so be it. Because I'm just, I want to support and give people a voice who who tr- who who trusted us and and took the time out yeah. to listen to us. I really do, and so um, I'll keep you guys posted. But in, now that being said, if you're hearing this, because it may be a time where you, well, this is this is the time, and you're ready. That's on you, but I'm mm-hmm. not coming after you. You have to come. You have to ask me, you know, how do I listen? We'll be glad for you to listen, but I'm just not into running to say, oh, you guys, guess what? Because I'm, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, really, I'm just not there. Like, there are people who are probably going to say, why didn't you tell me? Like, yeah, for what? <laughs> tell you for what? <laughs> Tammy, I, I don't think that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and it's funny that you say that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this real quick, and then uh, I, I'll be finished myself because I don't want to keep you long. Because I can tell that you know it it's it's been a long day, and uh, we both need to uh, get off here and wind down and 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 hit the sack or or whatever you need to do. But it's funny that you said that because um. Right before the show, I was talking to my dad, and he was telling me how a friend of his um, has a son who plays football for NC State, right? And, you know, my dad was saying how there was a there was an article in the local paper back home, and you know his his friend who went to every single one of his son's game had no idea that there was an article about his son in the newspaper so he went to the store and and bought every newspaper that they had because you know he was just a faithful supporter of his son and when i got off the phone for some reason i had to thought if that same newspaper which is is a huge deal where where I'm from, if I were to, you know, blow up and, and, and have, you know, this this grand opportunity and they called me or reached out to me for an interview, I don't I don't think I would respond. And the reason why I say that is I remember countless times reaching out to them trying to get them to do a story on me, on my books, on you know, on different things, and never heard back from them. So I don't think there's anything wrong with how you feel because we shouldn't have to chase people because people are going to support who they want to and when they want to. So if you never put it um out there on, you know, Facebook or anything like that. People who need to know, who want to know, they will know. So I wouldn't feel bad or feel any kind of way about that if I were you. Because those of us who are on this show every Tuesday, we know what's going on in your life because we want to know, because we want to be a part of it. Right, right. That's my that's my two cents about that. I just say you keep you keep doing what you're doing, and those who need to see it, those who want to see it, 
they will see it. And eventually it's going to take off to a point where it ain't even going to matter, you know, because you're going to have that much support and that many followers. And what's going to really be a kicker is that you're not even somebody who's like that. You're not even, you're not somebody who is, who, who's attention seeking. So right. I say just keep doing what you're doing. Um, and, you know, everything, like I always tell Tamaria, everything will work out the way that, um, that it's supposed to, um, you know, even Tamaria, you know, here, here lately has been investing more, you know, in, into herself. And I think it's a good thing, you know, be, and eventually you're going to, you're going to, all it, all it takes is for, for you to meet one person and things can, can, can take off just like that. So, this opportunity came because it was your time and I say just run with it and, and, and let it take care of itself. Um, Thank you for that, Rodney. And and I, you know, I I was going to say, I don't, because it does, you don't, you don't want to, or I don't want to be out of place and, and I want to, I want to make sure that I'm not being selfish, but at the same time, you're, you're right. I, I'm, totally opposite i'm very um and i know everybody's not like this but i i must say i see some things that people post and i mean people that are that i don't know i just see it as this um i don't know it, it we have to be able to take care of ourselves and be responsible for our our very own emotional intelligence and growth mm-hmm. and I'm telling you guys, I found out that I had so much more growing to do even in the last year of my life. And think about that. Like, Ronnie and I have been doing this for a very long time. We talk about these things. There's so much levels. There's so many levels to growing and becoming self-aware. And it's such work. can only imagine the deepest thoughts of the people who do not pursue finding out mm-hmm. who they are and why they're here and what they're passionate about. You you are, you are, you are the one on the fence. You are the city on the hill, on the hill with, how does that go with no, what is it riding in the Bible? <laughs> what does that one say? City on the hill with no... How does it uh, you go? You got me on that one. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'll find that one. It's somewhere in, in there. But you, you, you're lost, and and that does not change. I'm sorry because you, if you don't know who you are, and accept that, and if you're always looking, or if you're okay with sometimes needing that validation and someone to accept you or to have those likes or to um I'll use somebody that I don't know and I've said this on the show. I remember one time I was getting on um the mega bus some years ago and even that in itself I remember people was like, You're riding a mega bus, why do you do that? Because it's thirty nine dollars <laughs> You know, people were thinking, <laughs> you know, you're like you're too good for the mega bus. And I saw this guy get on there who looked like he could be incredible hook, meaning he's this big, manly-looking guy, 
And I was so taken because I, see, he couldn't sit down quick enough. I mean, his bags, I don't even think he had put them in the chair. He was snapping a picture for Facebook. Look at me. Look at me. Look at yourself. Because <laughs> when you look at yourself and you see yourself, you don't want people to look at you. You mm. want to get you right so that you are okay with looking at you and you don't care if ever, anybody ever looks. Like I have people ask me, why don't you post pictures of your grandbaby? Why? Because the people who, who who need to see my grandbaby, I send them pictures. I don't know, y'all. <laughs> y'all don't see my grandbaby. <laughs> you ain't really mm. even called to say how she's doing or what. what nothing. So for what? For what? You know, and so um, I, I just, I'm at that point where who I am, what I'm doing is all about growing and changing and unlearning mm-hmm. all the things that I have taken to be true. And I, those things that I've taken to be true have been the foundation for my living. It has been my um, foundation for my uh, false realities. But like the man who someone said something or did something to me, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, that has caused that caused me not to want to fly, that caused me not to like doctors. But we never talk about these things. Like people just going around, we just we just look like zombies. In the midst of so much, so much. I told Jimmy tonight, I was like, I'm getting rid of my clothes. I'm giving clothes away. I'm serious. I'm sick of looking at these clothes. And I'm turning my closet, back, this particular closet, into the war room in my office. Again, I'm not, I'm just, it's so, it's just too much. So I know I'm changing. I looked at a cotton, not cotton, the Q-tips, you guys. I saw this, the cutest little Q-tip holder. I looked at that thing like, they come in a box. Why do I need to buy a holder? I don't need another one. Just leave them in the box and drawer. For what? <laughs> and and the people who know me, that's not me. That's not me. Like, I, I don't need a Q-tip holder. For what? Q-tips. We put them in our ear and we throw them away. Why do we need a, a cute holder for them? I could I could give somebody homeless on the street a meal or someone who's going through it. That Q-tip holder could buy them could could keep them set for a day. And I'm looking mm-hmm. for something cute to put the Q-tips in. For what? So that's my change. It doesn't have to be that for you. You may have something else that you might need to look at and be like, I don't need that anymore. So that doesn't make us, either one of us, any better. But it does put us in the process of becoming self-aware. So, all right, Rodney, let me stop before we be having a, before we have a two-hour show on you. <laughs> nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, get you out of here on this one. Uh, I did find the scripture that you were talking about is Matthew, the fifth chapter, verses 14 through 16. And it says, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, 
put on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. To all of you who tuned in uh, with us tonight, again, we appreciate you. Uh, we thank you for your support. Uh, for those of you who will listen to this show at a later uh, date and time, uh, you might hear us uh, trying to resolve some technical issues in the very beginning. We do apologize for that. Um, but uh, thank you guys as always, and uh, we hope that you have a blessed week, and uh, we will see you next Tuesday, same time, same station. Good night, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.